Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. T-I-K-A dot com. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. If you want to be my friend You had better go get a pen And maybe we could keep in touch Like they did in the old days It wasn't so long ago It wasn't so long ago And I wish you well Sign your pen, Still holds up it still holds up. Or... Don't you want to hear a full version? Like, don't you want Patrick to turn that into like a hit, a hit single? Yeah, like for after, an album. Uh, signed your pen, and then it would be like, and if you found that pen, then and I hope this, you, like it would go. Now let's like, say you went and got a pen, and the whole song is a hypothetical that someone took his advice, <laughs> and you sent it to Dan and Rory. We're like, whoa, yeah. why you don't have to put us in there? But we but like that's that you the did. Right order. We yeah. do. Our egos do need that. Mm-hmm. We do need that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's the wrong order. I screwed it up. <laughs> did uh, you? Maybe deep in my heart, I've always known Daniel's name is first. <laughs> Uh, I've been living a lie. No, I've always not. wanted Daniel's name to be first. You live a truth, and I, I, I love you. I've been for living it. some truths. I've been living some truths. Uh, okay, you guys, this is year two of the quarantine. It is. Uh, it's, hope everyone is uh, doing safe out there. Hope everyone is staying uh, sane. Um, this is my thing, Roar. Yeah. You know how many years ago you and I met. Eleventeen. Eight. Jesus Christ. Eight years ago. You know why that you're having that response to it? Because time flies. And my hope is that that holds true through this. That it will that be time like, flies. That it'll be like, wow, that was already a year ago we started this. And we're this oh, we're and we're right. and they say we're a couple weeks from a vaccine. No way. No way. You know God, what I'm saying? So I'm just hoping imagine? like if time does always, because if you if you asked me like, well, how long does it feel like you and Rory have known? Like how, and I would be like, uh, four or five years. It do, there is that, which is almost like half of that amount of Did time. Did we meet at? Was our first like real interaction the Montreal? show we did with the scholars or did had we done something before then we had definitely i'm not saying that we then. didn't know each other i think but i mean sh- like actually didn't did we something. shoot the sheepdogs video before that oh i think you're i don't know i really don't know and i is that the day we met it, i think it's, it's definitely the day in i met that john door it's definitely in that area i think one thing I remember I remember knowing of you for a long time, but we never did anything. Right. And we didn't really cross paths that much. We also hung out early on our friendship, we hung out at Uncabaret one night. Yeah. Um, and I remember you were doing your daily video. That's right. Was that 2012? That was 2012. Okay. That's so exactly but I feel right. like that might have been the fall. You know, if anyone wants to check that out, I did a 
slash video. I'm going to, I'll post that. I'll post, I'll post. I think it's on Vimeo, but I'll post. I'll Speaking post of, let's talk about you posting. You let's have started posting weekly stuff to your YouTube channel, the official Rory Scoville, Rory Scoville official. What is you, it? YouTube.com slash official Rory Scoville. Starting to do some YouTube clips, some stand-up. Scott Moran and I found a lot of shows. We have shot a lot of material since 2006 mm-hmm. that we've never sat down and looked at and cared to do anything with. And I've always wanted to figure out how to get in the game of getting clips out there to gain exposure and maybe new fans and to, you know, if there's if there's fans that want more clips to kind of give them that thing they're asking for and... We just never did it, and I don't, I'm not great at it. I'm not great at marketing and you know promoting myself. But right. here we are at a time when we can get organized and look at all this stuff and be at home and actually do it. So we're starting to post uh, two videos a week, probably Tuesdays and Fridays. How do you? How do you uh, just posted? Just posted. Let me just ask posted. you a real life question, please. How do you during this time set up when Rory works? You know, that's, I, I actually wish that that was, uh, I had a structure. So you don't, I, I don't know that you do. That was my question. Yeah. I don't know that I have been like sitting and specifically working. I think I've tried to do stuff that I don't usually do because outside of doing this podcast where you and I make some, you know, very, very little, but we do make some ad money mm-hmm. and then doing our Patreon where we make some money off of the, uh subscriptions sure. uh for people who are members of it i don't know that i have other forms of income and i don't know that i've sat and totally figured out what they are or could be um I, i'm not panicked about it just <laughs> just yet so i think <laughs> instead of letting my mind drift to those things i've kind of been like well what's the stuff that i never do and it's really just be home and be present and right. you know work in the work in the yard and do when you say i'm looking at all these shows i have like are you setting aside time each day to no i need to it's great having a friend uh and and co-worker partner whatever you want to say with scott moran scott scott from 2006 and you know you've worked you've worked with him and and we're and work with him and he makes me work because i'm working with him so i'm like well i can't let scott just do all this he's entertained by doing like a fraction of the scott moran that i have known my entire uh relationship with him is a guy who without me ever bringing it up at shows since 2006 when i met him would just film my set Mm-hmm. and he would just store them and save it. And I knew he was doing it. We would watch him, and sometimes I would bring something and film my set, and we just have been doing that over and over and over again. He would just film the set because he saw that I improvised so much, and these random moments would happen in shows that I think he started to go down this road of being like, oh, I want to capture these moments. And we never had any purpose for them. We didn't know what we would ever do with them. And now it's like he is the one that's like we should really be pushing these clips i mean i i don't know if any if any of our listeners know andrew schultz um you know i think he is a great example of how hard you can work yeah, despite at promoting what you yourself. might feel of his maybe opinions i mean some people might like that but i'm just yeah, saying his, might, his example of like the work yeah i i agree i agree a hundred percent i'm i'm like oh that that's how you get your name out there that's what you have to do that's what it takes it takes thinking about clips and making these clips and posting the clips i mean there's no question have that you seen, i mean ryan, ryan flanagan is another person it's like wow dude you're just working yeah and people like i've been my whole life i've been very precious about my material and i don't know why, why. i don't I know. know why same thing um and so now i'm finally like just put stuff out and if people come to the live show they come to the live show if they don't they don't but just put stuff out and if someone goes, I've already heard this joke, be like, ah, well, I, what do you want me to fucking you know what do? I say like, to I'm people? doing my best to have new stuff. <laughs> I say to those people, I go, uh, good thing I did a lot more than that one. And I'm glad to hear that that one you saw brought you in tonight. <laughs> yeah. So it yeah. worked. It was enough to bring you in. It was the net. It was the line, the bait. Right. right. But uh, yeah, you know, we're just posting stuff. And Jay and I, Jay Larson and I made golf sketches uh, four years ago that the Golf Channel has now put up on their Instagram page that are lighting up. So I would say that my form of finding work, I wish I had more structure. I, I think I work better in structure. I'm just so undisciplined at creating what my structure 
uh, should be. And uh, so, and, and also I just, right at this point, I don't really know what the work should be. I truly am someone who's so, you know, driven by standup that I'm having to accept that the world of standup could be gone for a little while. I don't think forever by any means, but I think for a little while it's on hold. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, instead of me sitting down and writing material, which is fine and good, but I never did that before. So if this quarantine turns me into a guy who sits and writes, then great. It just hasn't happened yet. I'm I'm trying to figure out, well, what is other stuff I can be doing? What are videos that I could be making? What stuff that I could be putting out there? What about you? What are you? I mean, you are a workhorse in in just the podcast world. Are you finding time to be like, all right, I've got this other no. uh, all podcasts aside? Are you finding this other time no. to go? Here's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, okay. I have a minimum of four projects that I should be working on every day. Yeah. That are like things in my head. One is a thing I want to shoot. One is a thing that I talked to you about uh, recently. Um, And then there's at least two more. There's a thing I want to do with some new material. So, yeah, I need to get... I wish there was a way of like telling somebody else like... Even at social distancing, like I don't care if we sat on separate ends of their front yard, but I was like, hey, they're going to come over here. Or I'm going to come over there and we're going to work for three hours because then yeah. I would feel like, well, they're coming over or I'm supposed to go over there. And when we go yeah. there, we're not hanging out. We're just right. working in the same place. Now we might bounce yeah. something off of each other, but it's like, I don't know. I almost need. You should try that on a Zoom call. I know that's not the same thing, but I, I wonder if if seeing someone and knowing that you're not allowed I'm to hang up and you got to sit there. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm such an in-person person. I I feel like if I was like, hey, I can't do the Zoom call that any normal person would be like, all right, no sweat. And then yeah. like, <laughs> it's easier to bail on. Yeah. Yeah. I need yeah. accountability, Roar. Speaking yeah, yeah. of, before we go where we love to go, as of this dropping, which I believe is the 25th of May, Oh, we're a couple no, days new, ahead of new, that. New no, is that right? I'm, it better be. Uh, or no, the 27th of May. It'll drop on the 27th of May. Uh, new thumbs no up. says I'm we correct. Thumbs up there. Um, we, where's us recording it? We have not done our gasser challenge yet. I, I was just, I was just about to say, uh, as of recording this, Daniel and I have not done it. Now, as of you listening to this, we who might knows? Have. Maybe we got a special little treat for you. End of so May. So, what do you say, visual Lord, treat. When uh, the next episode, the first episode in June, June third, okay, will we? Can we say we will be discussing up top the results of our gasser challenge? I would. Let's go ahead and let's go ahead and stick to that because okay. I might I might get out there this weekend and do it. Okay, dude. I ran. I chased my daughter around the house today, and then she chased me. Mm-hmm. We're talking a total of maybe. Two and a half minutes. Right. I had to sit down. I was like, <laughs> Roar. I was you were like, gassed? I was gassed. And all I thought was, Daniel's going to fuck me up. No, we're not <laughs> against each other. I think we're both seeing if we can do it. Look, 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 let's be very I mean, clear. We will we're find both out seeing if we can do it. I'm sure. But we also do, there is the competition of who can have the better time, come in with the better time. I know. But I, I, and also, we, you and, and I are like, and also, this is how competitive you and I are. There's a newer stipulation, com- too. We're competitive on the back end more than the front of, end. Of course. Some of people course. go into something being like, I need to know what I'm fucking. But you and I, like, once we're in it and then on the back end, we'll be like, I need to know what Rory's time was. I, I need. A hundred percent. It's in our DNA. We're you very competitive You can't deny people. who you are. But it's being just, on the back end competitive feels more chill than the front end. It's less ego driven. Yes, for two You're not, very the, ego driven yeah. people. <laughs> the card is not being pulled by a trophy. <laughs> right. But well, I need to know. The card is not being pulled by a trophy, but the card is filled with two men going, Can you believe we have a cart? Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> now, I can't remember. I should go back and listen. Maybe new Noah remembers. But did we say it was 10 gassers in 45 seconds? No. Well, well, what we did say, and I could be wrong, Nuno, but I think we said five total gassers, and five we gassers. said one one gasser was down and back, and down and back no, was down a total back, down back is one gasser. So so you go so down, down back, back down, is eighty back. yards down back. So a hundred and sixty total yards is one gasser. Yeah, well, yes. Holy shit! <laughs> 
I did not. I don't think we said that because that is new. Yeah. That is new know to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> new knowledge. Uh, that is new knowledge to me. Okay, yeah. That ga- a gasser is down back, down back. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Here's what I do know. Okay. Since we're making some stimulation. This is what you do, new know? This is what I do, new know. I, I, we aren't going to be wearing the, we can't get the gladiator suits I know. in time. Yeah, and we're not going to risk it because it'd be awful to go tape it and be like, and then it shows up. What the fuck would we do with that goddamn gladiator outfit? It's not being uh, priority shipped. It is not essential shipping. So all of the things I, that I looked at, it was like literally between like yeah. May 25th and like yeah. June 25th. So here's what you, the listener can bet on. On the on the Facebook page, the Pin Pals Facebook page, uh, operated by Emily and Shanley, right. is you can predict one. Who do you think is going to have the better timing, me or Daniel? Then you can pick what you think that total timing is going to be for the winner. And then the third thing you can pick is whose outfit you liked the most because Daniel and I intend to wear as close to what a gladiator outfit would be with stuff that we already have in our house. (laughs) (laughs) So we will look atrociously stupid in public. Okay, so uh, run that back. Busting our ass, probably dying, busting our ass running these gassers. So running running it back on what people can bet on? Yeah. You go to the Facebook fan page, uh, the Pen Pals group page, and mm-hmm. uh, uh, you can bet on who do you think is going to win, okay. me or Daniel. Okay. Then the second thing you can bet on is what do you think that winning time is going to be? Who can get closest to it? Sure. The same thing we do with the American Gladiators thing. Yeah. And then the third thing you can vote on is who you thought had the better uh, outfit. Nice. See, okay. before Daniel and I were going to be essentially be wearing the same thing with these order ends, but now we both have to right. do a homemade version of that. <laughs> exactly. So here's what I think. And I have reached out to, I belong to a group of guys. There's 16 of us. We all have known each other forever. We all went to high school together. Most of us played football together. A couple didn't, but I'm sure everybody ran gassers. So I've asked them officially, how long was a gasser? And oh, what what distance was a gas? Yes. And yeah. how long did we have to do them? I think we had 45 seconds to do one. That to do one. A down and back, down and back. Right. And I've God damn. This is how much you and I live in the moment. Like fucking Jordan. We might have already said so much of this a week ago. But so down back, down back, down back. It's 45 seconds. If we if we say we're trying to do five of them in 45 seconds, that goal is three minutes. Right? No. 90, 90. Come on, help me, Nunoa. Nunoa, who's got a calculator? 45 seconds and 45 seconds. That's a minute and a half, right? 45 so, seconds times five. Yes. So it's three minutes and 45 seconds. Good luck. To do five of them. There, I can go. If anyone is anyone, if anyone is thinking that I'm going to win, let me just go ahead and let you know that that total time is going to exceed three minutes and 45 it might, seconds. It probably will for both of us. <laughs> if that if that helps anyone gambling on this for option two of picking the winning time, just know if you put anything that's 345 or in that vicinity, you will be wrong. <laughs> I would I would caution anyone who thinks we can do it. Don't go sub three. I, if you think we can, if you think no, no, don't go sub four. Honestly, really, that's what I, I would, think. no. I was going to say if you think we can do it in uh, under three forty five, I would say you're don't go lower than like three twenty three. No, not it. No, no, no way. No way. Okay, here's my other question. Especially now, I know it's down and back, down and back. Go. Straight to hell. Wait, is what, a, that's exactly what you can do. Here's my other question. Do either one of us get any practice gassers or no? I mean, you're kind of practicing running around your house, but that's, I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll, I'll allow it. I'll, I'll allow it. Yeah, you can do whatever you got to do. Okay. We have until, here's the thing. When do we want to we, do it? We're going to let people know June 3rd the results. Do we want to do this Thursday, the twenty sixth, the day after the or the twenty eighth, the day after this drops? 
I was thinking this weekend. But then this but will drop like tomorrow. Yeah, but then this will drop bef- uh, after we've already done it, which we might promote on social meds. Okay, so you're talking Saturday, the thirtieth. We hit. We hit it. Yeah, but then, but then we will have already recorded the episode for June third. So we need to do it before June third, but after this drops. So that's what I'm Thursday, saying. Thursday the twenty eighth. You guys, tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow, Daniel and I are running these motherfucking gassers. <laughs> All right. I got to start stretching every yeah, day. I know. Me too. This is going to hurt. But we got a little time. A now, let me ask you this. Time. Are you going to do yours on grass or are you going to do it on pavement? Grass. I'm going to go just like All it right. was in football. All right. But I don't. You've got cleats. No, I knew you were going to ask. I don't have cleats. I think that's going to make it. You know, watch out. I know, but how do I? How do we? How do I measure it off anyway? Man, we are deep into the show. Do we even have time for us for two letters? <sighs> nope. You guys, thanks for listening. <laughs> Let's go to the letters. Nice roar. Da, 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 da. We maybe we maybe gotta start putting that in. <laughs> Eye in the sky. Yeah. I think I, we gotta start putting it in. I mean what? let's get sued. Let's get sued. I say it every week. Let's get sued. I know. Uh Daniel? Yeah. Who's up to bat? You want it or you want me to it's want your it? call. This is a letter <laughs> you've been wanting to read for a while. I also you have a I've letter. I've wanted to that read I- this for a while. I'm gonna do it. Okay. I'm going to step in. Okay. Getting the iPad out. Heads up. Here we go. All right. Dear Rory and Dan. Well. Want me okay. to keep going? Yeah. Want me to keep going? You want to skip? Yeah, because I know what lies <laughs> deep in your own heart. Over the last month or so, I've spent a lot of time telling stories with my friends on video calls. A lot of the stories that are told are of times when things went seriously awry. Um, By the way, the title of this email is, The Best Stories Come From Frightening Times. Uh, Are told are of times when things went seriously awry. Many of my stories come from the early months of moving to Los Angeles, getting stuck on back roads in Joshua Tree, having my car stolen, and going to a Rory Scovel show at the Lyric Hyperion. Ugh, love it already. Love everything about this letter. Mm -hmm. Being new in LA, I went by myself to Rory's show, and before I arrived, I decided that I would smoke a little marijuana. Let me just say this. Yeah. If you're going to go see me live, or you're going to go see Daniel live, nothing excites me more than going alone and going high, because going into comedy confused is, in my opinion... The absolute best. When when comics... <laughs> confused, but open. Confused, open, maybe a little paranoid, maybe a little skittish. <laughs> but but to me, what it is, is it's a, it's it's a... When performers talk about wanting to take the audience someplace and forget what's outside of the theater, mm-hmm. this is why so many comedians want you to put your phones away outside of the fact that it's incredibly disrespectful right want you to put your phones away want you to not record want you to to not do all that stuff because being here in this moment at this live show mm-hmm. is such an experience uh that we can have together that it it's the only it, you're inviting the outside world into this like sort of secret space yeah. when you turn that phone on when you got to check your emails when you got to stay on social media it means you came into a room they closed the door and you're like yeah but I'm still tethered to the outside world and I don't want to forget that coming to to my show high alone makes me very excited i'm high i'm de- this is a lyric hyperion there's no question i was high at this show 100% <laughs> and i'm scared too and i have to talk the whole time so you can imagine i'm going to come back to that this was a terrible idea <laughs> <laughs> i Being love when new the universe to california does that. pot i got way too high and by the time i got to what i thought would be a theater all I could find was a small sandwich shop with a patio. 
I had no idea what to do, so I bought a sandwich, which I sat on the patio eating. Soon people started going into what seemed like the smallest sandwich shop with almost no one coming out, and as it made no sense as to how many people could fit in such a small oh space, God. I followed uh, I followed everyone into the showroom. Now, uh, Daniel and I obviously know what, what Lyric Hyperion is, but it is it, 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 all of this is accurate. Even if you're sober. Even if you're sober, you have a moment yes. of like, wait, where am I? Oh, exactly. is this the... Like you it's have a, a very like, small theater. It holds yes. maybe 60, 70 people tops. And not does not have anything close to a quote-unquote grand entrance. Exactly. You go into a... a you do go into a sandwich shop, coffee place, then like uh, a hallway, bar kind yeah. of setting that's very small. And then if you see people go into the right door, then you know, oh, that's the way into the theater. Right. It's I love it. I actually love the look and the feel, and I love places like this. So For anybody who wants to see a bit of it, you can watch Todd Glass's special on Netflix. They shot it at the Lyric Hyperion. Well, no, that 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 was shot at the other Lyric on uh, Sunset. Oh, it was? Yeah. Not I, the Lyric Hyperion. I thought Hyperion. it was Lyric Hyperion, and I was like, man, they made this look so different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's the other the other Lyric oh, on... Oh, uh, okay, on, fair enough. I think on Sunset, or Fairfax or something. Okay. Um, but uh, what seemed like a small sandwich shop with almost no one coming out... Uh, and made no sense to how many people have been in such a small space, I followed to the showroom. Rory came out and danced. <laughs> this is proof that I was high. Mm-hmm. Rory came out and danced to the entirety of Maneater by Holland Oates. And after that, did a bunch of great stand-up comedy. After the show, I was going to stick around and talk to him as I met him at a show in North Carolina a year before. However, I got it in my head, still very high, that he knew everyone there, and if I talked to him, he would be wondering why I was even there. Mm -hmm. I waited for hours while everyone left, and when I finally got my head together, I went home. Do you guys have any stories that you love to laugh about, despite that they felt somewhat scary at the time? Sincerely, uh, Chris Lawless. And uh, yeah, he included a photo. Of us meeting in 2015, and uh, I uh, I recognize uh, Chris, so that's kind of cool. Um, and I say that because we do meet a lot of people, and you do take pictures, and so to actually recognize someone, it's, <laughs> it is it actually does make you feel good. You're like, hey, yeah, I kind of remember that. Yeah. Um, okay, Daniel, so you said you had something you wanted to come back to. I will. Initial let's take... thoughts, or you want to go back to it? You you lead the way. Well, let's take a quick break. And then, because I feel like this might end up filling our whole time, so I want to make sure we get our break in, and then we'll come right back and dig. Okay. You got it, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. When was the last time you did something just for you? Discover your summer essentials with FabFitFun, the best subscription box service delivering Full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door. Their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness. Just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home, fashion, beauty, wellness, and so much more. So whether it's the perfect beach blanket, a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love, and doing something that's just for you. Visit FabFitFun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's FabFitFun.com, code TALKSHOW. Hey, do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girls Trip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life, so there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film-nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. 
All right, we are back. We're back. You... <laughs> the worst are coming back. I'll be honest we're with back. you. I can't remember the, <laughs> what you were saying in the initial thing. I think it was something about you getting high. But I think... Okay. Yes. Okay, yes. But my first question is now that I care more about... M- first, is do you remember if that was a... Like, when you went on stage where you were like, I'm going to dance to whatever song they play the whole time, did you ask them to play Man Eater? Or do you think it was one of those things where you got brought up to it, you were feeling the vibe of the song, and then just kind of told them, like, no, keep it going, and then you danced to the whole thing? No, that that definitely did not happen. Although a lot of stuff is born out of that. If anyone has seen my Netflix special, I come out and I say, who's done anal for a very long time. That was born out of being at a show and in the green room joking around with other comedians about how long I could go out on stage tonight and ask the crowd who's done anal. Right. Literally to just maybe people think it's funny. Either way, I think it's funny. If it digs too big of a ditch, it was like a 10-minute spot anyway. So it's like, oh, let's let's do it. Right. And people were laughing so hard right out of the gate of me asking who's done anal mm-hmm. that my brain instantly went, oh, this is a bit we do a lot. Sure. This is definitely yes. a bit. And then it grew into more tags, more everything. As, as you and I both know, that's where a lot of our comedy comes from is those moments. And then you go, oh, shit, this is a real thing. <laughs> I, can write, I can write more ideas to this. Right, right. And then you do. Right. Um, this man eater thing at, at a show, I did decide at some point to come out to man eater. It might've been at hot tub with Joel and Mandy, uh, telling, asking what song I want to come out to. And I, I'm saying man eater so that I could come out. And the joke that I thought of was mouthing words and saying words with the microphone that are clearly not the man eater mm-hmm, words mm-hmm. all the way through the first chorus, mm-hmm. then having them turn the song off. And me looking at the crowd and just being like, you guys, I have a confession. I, I don't know the words to this song when so clearly they've everyone knows. <laughs> I've, I've, I've been fucking it up the whole time right. so loudly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, me, and then I would be like, you guys, I don't know the words of this song. A lot of you couldn't tell because I'm a very good actor. So it seemed like I did know it and that but, I could sing as good I as Hollow Notes. Know. Yeah. But I, I can't go. I can't do this set if you guys think, if I'm a liar, I can't. So odds are at Lyric Hyperion, I was. The odds are very good that I was high. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, this night I was like, you know what? Let's just let the whole song play. <laughs> I'm doing an hour. So let's sure. let the whole song play because what what starts that way? And that's my point as to my point of coming to a comedy show, high, turning your phone off, walking into a space like Lyric Hyperion, which I just think is so perfect for what we're talking about, mm-hmm. walking into that space and going, I'm letting, I'm leaving everything outside. What am I at? And then you see a fucking clown come out and dance to Maneater for three minutes. Right. And even if you don't, and this is my firm belief, and I, got, I, I will admit this comes from probably uh, me trying to take a piece of Todd Glass's soul and spread it like a disciple. <laughs> Is 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 saying even if you don't think this is funny, does this not put you in a different headspace exactly. as to what the fuck are you at? And as soon as this song ends, I'm going to go into comedy, and hopefully you have already forgotten how hard parking was, right. and you've already forgotten what the ticket costs, and to you already me, forgot the like argument you, you got into the with table. your buddy. You clean exactly. the table. Yes. Like, let's just get, I'm going to get everything else off of here. Whatever yes. you thought was going to happen, whatever you brought into the show, it's yes. not going where you thought about. Yes. We're just going to clean the, t- and everyone. And you're sitting there going, what the fuck am I at? And I'm like, exactly. Right. Because I don't want you going, well, I'm in a stand-up show and this is how it should and look. And the thing no. is, too, is like, whether you think it's funny or you are hesitant to go along with it, you all now in the audience are in the same boat. Yes. I have, and that's like the, my whole uh, clapping thing. It's like I'm putting all of you on the same page. Now you can choose your level of investment in that page, but you're there nonetheless. Yes, um, I would. I would say I would categorize it this off of what you just said. People that if I open my show that way, there are going to be people laughing right out of the gate. Right out of the gate, probably the whole time. Yep. If they're on there board, are going then, to people yeah. people sitting there going, "What the fuck is this?" And yeah. their curiosity is peaking, and they will be like, "What the and, fuck is?" And next? they're out of their head because they're, they're out your, of their head. The thing you're doing, yes. And then there's the third party, which the more known you become as a comic, is always the minority. They are going, 
I don't like this <laughs> at all. And I'm, and and I'm glad to let them know right away. <laughs> yes. That's how I but feel. But that's the thing, too. You just want to be like, any of those people laughing, I'm like, this is what I I do. Mm-hmm. And these people that are laughing right now in the first minute, they are laughing because they're like, oh, my God, right out of the gate, he is giving me exactly what he does and the thing yep. that I like. Yep. You know, I've, I've experimented, done stuff where the whole crowd is like, you, you sometimes some, things like that aren't funny. There Agreed. could have been a show where I go out and I go, who's done anal? And no one laughs and they don't think it's well, funny. That, that happened. There's that happened. There's people, <laughs> there's people listening to us, people we know. There's fans listening to us. There's other comics who are fans listening to us right now. And I'm sure some of them be like, yeah, but I guarantee that that doesn't work every time that you get this great anal bit or you get this song number thing. And, and my response is, of course, that's why yep. I'm not talking about those. There's hundreds of times that yes. something didn't work. You know how many times yes. I did those? One. That's also yes. why I don't remember them. Because the yes. thing that gives you a little breadcrumb towards the cake is the stuff you kept mining and like going down and finding. So I'm willing to say I've I done that remember. man-eater. I've done that man-eater thing. I'm willing to say somewhere between 10 and 20 times. I'm willing to bet this is the only time I ever let the song play the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Now, if this was a comedy club and people paid 20 minutes, I'll do the man-eater thing and it'll probably end after the first chorus. Right. But because of that 20 bucks, I might not ride the... I might be like, yeah, we got to get to it sure. sooner. This is not... But right. talking about a place like Lyric Hyperion, I bet you the tickets were like five bucks, maybe 10 bucks at the most. Th- that was the space where I go, you have come into this space and you can see you have come to the practice gym. You have come to the place right. where... In my opinion, it can be very fun and sometimes the most fun. But you have come to the laboratory mm-hmm. of trying to figure out stuff. I'm still going to be me, but I'm figuring out new stuff to talk about and how to talk about it. And I need you to know right at the gate, just because we're in a 60-seater doesn't mean I'm not going to be silly as fuck and very vulnerable. I'm going to be a clown right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. Yes. Um, You want to know something crazy, like almost on it? Uh on a Aunt Connie level. Yeah. There are people who I just lost you, Roar. Oh, there okay. you go. Okay, great. There are people listening to us right now in Houston that know this before I've even told you. <laughs> I have a bit that's kind of stayed in the background. I've done it multiple times where I come out and I play Hall and Oates's I Can't Go for That. And I do the whole song dancing as an uncle at a wedding <laughs> trying to get other people mainly his niece and wife out onto the dance floor with him because there's always yeah. that uncle like, come on come on yeah. come on and then he dances <laughs> and then i start dancing as him and his wife together like i switch between the two <laughs> right. and i do a part where he like leans in and whispers and then and i swear to god roar then she talks about how he just asked her to do anal that night. And then, <laughs> and then he ends up having like a, like a scare, not a full one, but a scare heart attack, like on the yeah. dance. So he's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And the whole song is playing the whole time, but he's still trying to get people to dance in the wedding. <laughs> and you and I have never talked about either one of these bits. God, I, I've never seen that. I love that. It's just, an, and that's how I start out where they play it. And I'm like, come on. And at first the audience is like, is he? Does Daniel want us? To, oh no, he's being a character. But, right. Oh, he's like an uncle at a. This we're at a wedding, but it, you yeah. have to, and it's hard to like with the music, like hit those beats. So I haven't right. ever figured it out yet, and obviously it didn't make it onto Thanks Diane. But I love. I didn't know well, you did I don't, that. Can you, you, leave, would, you probably legally can't even put it on Thanks. No, Diane. you wouldn't be able to. Yeah, but I would have. I could. I would if it worked enough to serve the hour. I would do it in every hour live, and then it not make yeah. the album because it served the overall rest of the show. Yeah. But I love that you and I have a hauling out song bit, and neither one of us knew it because the world's <laughs> fucking crazy. And they and they're both. Uh... And they're both truly so stupid. Okay, are you? <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about so stupid? I just got a text, Rory. Yeah. From Kyle from Kissick. Holland Oats. <laughs> it says cease and desist. Oh, uh, oh my God. Kyle Daniel. Kissick, the head coach of Rochelle Township High School football. Shut the fuck up, RTL. One of my oldest friends. I've known him since I was five years old. Yep. He did not. I texted the whole group. He wrote me back on the side, person to person. No pleasantries from Coach Kissick. That's exactly right. This is this is how you know it's factual. 
This is how stupid we are. Ready? Yes. A, a gasser is sideline to sideline, 53 and a half yards, two times, 214 yards in 45 seconds. So we're not talking 40. Fuck. We're I talking it was 160. Yeah, no, we're going 214 in 45 seconds. And we, should we just do three gassers? <laughs> no, we should do five. Because <laughs> once you get to three, yeah, you've only got two left. That does not mean anything to me. <laughs> That's how I think in every workout <laughs> ever. That's how I work. Like I think that, I think that like uh, twelve is a great number because every time I get to nine, we're like, all right, I did ten, and I only have yeah. two more. Or I get to nine, and I'm like, you only have three left. All right, look, we're okay. Here's the deal. Now everyone has the information. Mm-hmm. Now, and here's what we can say: uh, if you have already placed a bet on the Facebook page, right. obviously go back. Yeah, replace your bet with Shanley. He will know. You just got to say final bet, and just know that it one gasser. Yeah, is let's say two hundred. What is it? Two fourteen. Yeah, yeah. It's it's one three and a half yards two times. Yeah, laps. so one gasser is 214 yards. In We're going to run seconds. five of them. So that means uh, th- th- there's the numbers for you. Right. Two men. Daniel's in decent shape. Daniel has been working out. Daniel's in decent shape. I couldn't say what cardio shape he's in, but I know that he's in the mm-hmm. world of sit-ups and push-ups and that stuff. But you, I, I can tell wh- you what I did. What's your running? Tell me your cardio. I can tell you what I did yesterday. I did the Murph uh, yesterday. Okay, so then Daniel will win. So go ahead and put Daniel gonna, down as the winner. <laughs> I'm not gonna say I'm gonna win, dude. You've got that D one athlete in you. Yeah, I that is twenty years ago. I, I am right. I feel like though, I, I know you, I know your determination, I know I'll your push. work ethic, I know you'll I'll push. push. I'll give I you two good push. gassers. That's the thing. That's the thing. I will get to two, and my brain will go, still three. And I'll go, ah, oh, fuck. I'm going to mount a camera <laughs> right where I start. I will run down and back. I will, if I can, I will do it at the football field by my house. So I can, I am officially running the 53 and a half. Um, Daniel and I are going to post these videos. It's going to be side by side. Uh, you're going to see, you're, it's going to say go. Right. And you're going to see me on the left. You're going to see Daniel on the right. And you're just going to see the footage of... I might put a camera on both ends just to mix it up. Ooh. Maybe you should do that, too. All right. I'll try to figure out a way to do it. And, we, and we'll, put a, we'll put timers in the... Uh, as soon as it goes, we'll make it go at the same time. And then we'll just have one timer right in the middle that we've edited in. Uh, you, know, Rory, you know what we could do? What? We if if we if it works out, no problem. Dude, let's stop doing pen pals and let's just do gassers the challenge. Podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, uh, gas his and hers. Okay, he. Okay, we could both go live on Instagram and share the screen and oh, do that's it. That's interesting. And do it. Okay. I mean, that is a possibility. The timing might be tough for us to figure out, though. That's my only worry. Yeah. So we can talk about it. Here's we'll talk thing. about Do it. Do we open it up to pen, pennies and pallers doing it themselves and, and seeing how they do? I would love for people, if they if people wanted to Take send the gasser in, challenge. Take the gasser challenge. Like I said before, send us a picture of what you wore to do it and send us uh, what your timing was. But don't send us video because if enough people did it, we... Right. I mean, look. look send us your finishing. Honest. Send us your starting photo of you right before you did it, and send, send a photo of yourself immediately after before you're done. Before and afters. Yes. And yeah. and give us your time. Before and gafters. Uh, send us those. <laughs> there you go, Roy. <laughs> fucking genius. Um. Okay. I want to know. So this, so we kind of this was sort of a sandwich uh, adventure. I know. Cracker Barrel I haven't eventual. even dug into other stuff. I wanted to talk. So I, we still well, can, uh, but I, hold on. Do you guys have any stories that you love to laugh about, despite that they felt somewhat scary at the time? Um, Man, I don't know. But while I think about it, do you have one? I 
I don't know that I do, but what I do know is that when they said, when Chris said pot, it made me think about the first time I really got high and me and my friends wanted to go see, um, like the first time I really got high, not the first time I smoked. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I really got high to like the third, second or third time. I definitely got something, but the third, second or third time I was like, oh, this is, this is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, uh. We wanted to go see Beavis and Butthead, the movie. Great movie. And it was sold out. Uh, now, keep in mind, this is like 96. So this is go to the theater and pay at the window. And there's yeah. no phones. And yeah. Right. Uh, it was sold out. So we drove to another theater and just and went to see Scream, which I didn't know anything about. Whoa. And we went and sat. And it was in the nice theater. Uh, at this place at the time it was called Camelot Theater and it was a huge theater it's really nice huge screen and the place is completely packed and it's me and my friends and I have no I didn't see a preview I didn't know at all what we were about to see and it was I loved it I was like oh my god I've never I'm not a horror movie guy but it's such a fun and this is the closest I can get to what it must have been like to be in the theater when like Friday the 13th came out. And people mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is or this? Exorcist. And like, yeah. And <laughs> people are like, what the fuck scary. are we at? You know what I mean? Like just yeah. the 80s horror yeah. slasher films. I was like, oh, this is, this is the, I, I kind of knew it in the moment. I was like, this is the only time I will get that close to that thing that I know people talk about. And I've seen pictures of it. And yeah. I know what a crazy thing that must have been to be, you know, I mean, the I, I specifically like Halloween, or Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Like those specifically where people were like, what the fuck is this movie? Yeah. I feel like I got to have that experience. It wasn't that it was uh, frightening, but I laugh about it all the time that our goal was Beavis and Butthead and our target we ended up at was Scream. Scream. <laughs> I loved seeing Scream in the theater. I meant when uh, the Drew, when, I mean, we can spoil it, right? When Drew Barrymore dies, I'm like, of course, I'm we like, can where, spoil it. I'm like, where is this movie going? I, I, I was like, what the Drew Barrymore is dead. We're five minutes into this fucking movie. That's when you know there's no hope. You're like, if they're willing to kill Drew, right? They're willing to. And kill And kudos everyone. to her for being like, you want me to be what? I'm sure she got paid handsomely. I hope. I don't know. Yes. It feels now that it was a small budget horror. But movie. I mean, that kicked it all off. Oh, it did. Think it about when people when people like when people use a clip from that movie. It's her scene. It's <laughs> true. She's not even in the movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, what I love though about this letter is for me, the best moment that I hope, um, and what was the, what was our pen pal's name? I'm sorry. Chris. Chris. Yeah. Um, in my hope, this is what I hope Chris lives in the most when he thinks about it. That time, that window of time when he wasn't sure if he was in the right place and then yes. not knowing if he should leave the place he was uncertain about. So he felt, it felt to me at least, maybe I'm internalizing it, but it felt like a, uh, like a social expectation to like, well, I guess I have to get a sandwich because I'm I'm here at this place. And I thought this was the place. So I don't want to be here and then not buy something. Exactly. And so yes. he's like, he was not hungry. He might have been high. I guarantee you he wasn't right. hungry. No munchies at all. And so then he had to like, then he sat there and kept like his, he was doing this like mental equation of like, am I in the right place? These people seem like they might like comedy, but they're just getting sandwiches and then they're yeah. disappearing <laughs> yeah. and they're not coming back. And like he was watching the reverse of a class car and he had yes, no idea a reverse like, clown car <laughs> and he was like where are they all going is this the right place oh yes to me that's the i love gold in that story and i think i i love any art that's like that any art that like takes you to the craziest place scott and i used to do a show memories from the happy house in new york city with jared logan and nick batterot and kate berlant and uh i love uh, kate and nick uh probably missing so and many jared. people but we did like a full cast of people and we would just try, we took, we did it at Creek in the Cave and we just tried to make it a really fucked up weird thing that people were like, what are the, what in the fuck are we at? I know. And we played church music as people walked in, like choir, organ, church music. And when people walked in, they instinctually got quiet. Like they're supposed to respect the space mm-hmm. because we've been, you know, that's our wiring yeah. is to hear that music and go, oh, be respectful. <laughs> and so people would come in and do that. Scott and I, I remember being up in the sound booth and we're looking at each other like, people are getting quiet. Like, this is so great. And then we would play like a weird fucking video that I edited together and Kate would do a sketch. People would just do characters or sketches. Jared Logan would usually, usually host it. I think Nick Turner did some stuff on it, but it was always just a weird fucked up 
thing. And what I always, I always said, I was like, come to these things high and just be like, I don't know what I was at. I don't know what I just experienced, yeah. but it was so, so crazy. Or you, you get off on this idea so much that when we were doing Weekend of Tuxes Part Two, um, I told you about how the week prior I was doing just like workout sets in Houston. And I ended up at this like old building yes. that was turned into like a like a out uh, like a like a art installation throughout the entire thing and i wasn't high but for parts of me that wish i was not because you would very much be like where are we going how is and i ended up finding a room and i have pictures in, of all in this. the art installation in the building so yes. people can understand it what it, yes go on tell them how you found the room so I i'm like this. so i'm i walk in and there's like all these lights and there's this dome these people have made and i'm like it, everything's art there's like a room where the pinball machine controls the lights in the room and then we end up like there's like a full-on dinner party happening in one area of the place like people dress very fancy having like a nice I dinner love this and, kind of shit and then there's like this so like street vendors that are like making food for people there that has nothing to do with the dinner party the dinner party is like draped off by like these veils that you can kind of like see into and then you go up the stairwell and then you're outside and then you go up a winding staircase and almost like a like a like a i don't know what you call it, not a what what's a vertical tunnel called like a tower. And so then I uh, I walk out and we're on the roof. Hashtag, what's a vertical tunnel called? <laughs> and, then, and then I'm out on the roof and they're projecting onto the buildings like these like lights and stuff. And then I'm like, all right, I got to go. So I go to leave and I, I walk down and I come down the back out through the outdoor area through that vertical tunnel and then back into the building. And then I'm going down the steps and I look and there's a little side staircase and I walk up and there's a picture and I have this where there's a picture on or a piece of paper on the floor. I took a picture of and it says a comedy show is over. And I'm like, what the fuck? So then I keep walking up and I find myself in a being John Malkovich half level like walkway yes. floor. And I walk through and you have to bend over. I have pictures of me walking down through there, not knowing where I'm going or like what I'm finding. And there's like inflatable couches and a little mic stand. And so I get the mic stand on and I decide I'm just going to start doing a set. They must have had some sort of weird comedy show here earlier. And then, yes. and then the whole room starts to populate with other people. And then all of a sudden it feels packed, but there's maybe 12 people in there and people are on various types of like drugs and intoxicated and different means. And I just start doing a set and you can't stand up. So I'm like half bent over and I, uh, I will, my dream is to go back there and record a, uh, a 20 to 30 minute special there <laughs> yes. and call it in that room where you can't stand up and call it a short set, Daniel Van Kirk yeah. short set. Um, and uh, I end up doing stand up and Andrew Youngblood comes and like does a set and then he sits down and I yell at him, but I took a really good picture. I was like, you have to stand up, Andrew. <laughs> yeah. And then they bring me back up to close out again. Like the people who are there like, yeah, do another bit. So then I like close out the show. So I tell you this whole thing and I love all that. And then the next day you get back into Houston before me because you have a rental car and I'm with Jacobs and you're like, where can I go? Where is that place? <laughs> and it's like Sunday it so at like 1030 in the morning and you're driving <laughs> around to Houston being like, look, my my morning opened up. Where can I go to get this before we go to the show? <laughs> I will take you there someday, buddy. I, it, uh, I That kind of stuff is my absolute favorite. And I just, just love that I have it all documented. People. Yeah. I don't like weird just for the sake of like no, being this weird. All I like organic. when it's like good, but I yeah. love like just an experience that's weird and people go i don't know what i was at when people go what is it whenever i hear anyone go what yeah. what is this i'm like go away what right. do you mean what is it just just take a deep breath just be in it right when people like i i mean the people that go what is this in terms of like being against that's it. Like, my point just you can be jokes. you can like, be shut up. you can be inquisitive without being skeptical yes uh don't let it's yourself like just, go into skepticism you don't have to like it no. Just go. Just know that maybe it's not something. Maybe it's just this weird, like, just thing someone made, and you just go, "Oh, this is crazy." Well, you this say is so bizarre. To, to bring it all the way back in your most recent, not most recent, maybe by the time this drops, but in your in one of your more recent clips of the Trump joke that you do, you ask the audience, and I could see this is a real Rory moment because you <laughs> want to know. You're like, "Do you think the people that left here?" are sitting together talking about this and <laughs> having laughed. to me the point to me is you're like you didn't maybe you didn't like it but look at what it gave you yeah you're you, still talking, you're still about, talking it. about it and it didn't hurt you and it didn't hurt anybody else but it gave yeah. you something yeah yeah oh man yeah i'm uh I'm, I'm down for all that stuff chris you just got us 
so goddamn excited. This is a great letter. I've wanted to read this for for a while. Um, and so there it is. Uh, um, Agreed. It was good. We're gonna uh, we're gonna end this letter, and then we're gonna we're gonna close it out. Uh, so, Chris, just want to thank you from uh, your pen pals and uh, your uh, your pen pals, Rory Scovel and Daniel Van Kirk. And before uh, before everybody goes, uh, Daniel and I a year over uh, obviously over a year ago we went to to do this Texas thing and we went to Galveston and because of that because of Dave Jacoby inviting mm-hmm. us to Galveston we ended up getting to meet and be a part of a, a whole community of friends that you know that's that's just how it happens when 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 Noah and, and myself and Daniel are there we just got swept up into an entire community of people. Yeah. And uh, one of those people who a lot of you know, and you've, we've mentioned her before, is uh, is Missy. And uh, over the, the last year and a half, just under a year yeah. and a half maybe, uh, you know, not only has she been a pen pal, I think since very early on in the show, but she's definitely been a, a part of the community for Enough, for yeah. a, a very long time. And yeah. has been there for both Texas things and is, is, she's a is all in. She's a friend. She's part of the family. Uh, she lost her mother not that that long ago when this drops. I guess it maybe is will be about a week, week or two, half, yeah. week and a half, something like that. And uh, it's it's tragic. It was unexpected, I I believe, and it was also on her fortieth birthday or right before right before yeah. Then and uh, I I don't I, I know that she's in her own stage of grieving, and I don't want to sit here and bring. Uh, any unwanted attention to it, but this being a community of, of listeners and friends and family, we want you guys to know that, you know, someone who's in our community lost someone who's clearly very, very important to them. You want to talk so, about somebody uh, being like a positive influence on other people and a positive light. She helped organize everybody who came to the parade this year. Yeah. She wanted to help organize like everyone renting a house next year if if we do it again. And even if we don't, I hope some of those people say, I'm going again because I just want to hang out with Missy yeah. and Nick and everybody. And obviously our thoughts are with Missy and Nick and their entire family. But she uh she is kind of one of the people and there's we're lucky to have a few of them, uh, maybe a lot more than a few, who kind of embody the tone and the nature of what this show is about, uh, being able to cut loose, have fun, and also like care about people and, uh, and, and just be a good energy. And she yeah. Missy, is definitely that. So, so, uh, so send her, you know, if you find yourself with a second and you can find her on, uh, Instagram, I think it's pretty easy to do through, through the pin pals page or, or however. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, send her a, a, a happy birthday for one, but mm-hmm. then also, you know, condolences for her situation. It's, uh, it's, it's sad and it's very unfortunate. And so Daniel and myself and Noah and the entire pin pals community, Missy, we love you. I love and, you. And uh, that's that's all. Uh, I don't know what in the world we can we can all send, but I know that we can all at least send uh, send you that and just let you know we're thinking about you. Um, so to you, Missy, sincerely, your pen pals, Rory Scovel and Daniel Van Kirk. A podcast network. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. 
so it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear, so before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. Let's hit it. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a wave. Surfing. Give me a city tour. The trolley. Give me animals. The zoo. Give me some sea life. <laughs> Give me museums. Park. Give me a woo. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your family vacation at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds.